You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. How do we ever top last week? Is it possible? Do we not even bother trying? I mean, it's going to be very, very difficult to do. But off and running on this Monday, July 13th. Good morning. Hey there. Welcome in. This is the Gordon Damer Show. Home to Michael K. Show trivia champion Gordon Damer. You know, we tried to do this uh, over the weekend on Saturday. I got to be honest, Brian, much quicker on the button than Nikki was. Now, it was Nikki's first chance, but still, Brian has had more practice at it. But at the end of the day, it's not about who has more practices, but who's better at it. And Brian has uh, nailed that aspect of the show and nails it right out of the box on a Monday morning where everybody's yeah, well, we didn't bring up the over 5,000 Twitter followers, but Brian uh, hit that button, too. That's okay. Look, you know what? I'd always, you, always be aggressive. Uh, being aggressive in life will get you a lot further than being passive. So there you go. All right, so it is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Hopefully, everyone had a fantastic weekend. I, myself, as I said, I wrapped up. Can I talk about myself for a second? Just a second. I'm usually a pretty modest, humble guy, but I feel like we had for this show, and this show, I mean me. I'm not talking about Brian. I don't know what kind of week Brian had. We'll talk about that after the show. But I had an amazing week. We had, of course, the unbelievable win and taking the trivia championship of the Michael K. Show and just taking it, snatching it away. And then we, uh, of course, went over 5,000 Twitter followers, something that most people... It did not think that would happen in their lifetime. A sentence most people did not believe they would be able to use in their lifetime. And then Saturday filled in for Dave Rothenberg on the Dave Rothenberg show, which is aptly named. And if that was not enough, I put together just an incredible performance on Stump Rothenberg. Yeah. I mean, I think we had five questions. I went four and one now. We had to throw out one question because the guy was trying to give me clues, and he just gave me wrong clues. The answer was Eugene Levy. He said, well, he also played the father in 40-year-old virgin. There was no father in 40-year-old virgin. I don't know if we're, we're going with the TBS version. You ever see that? Like, there, there's movies that you've seen in the theater or, you know, a pay-per-view or whatnot, and then they're, they're on regular TV, and they have scenes you've never seen. You're saying to yourself, well, well, did I miss this the first? No, they just added it uh, because they have to make up for time, I guess, because of all the edits. But he was, he, the answer was Eugene Levy, and he's telling me he was the father and 40-year-old virgin. He's got a big show on HBO. He not have any show on HBO. First rule of clues, they actually have to be clues. So we threw up that one question. But other than that, I went four and one, an 80% clip. And as if that was not enough, uh, we talked to uh, Rolling Stone chief TV critic Alan Sepinwall on Saturday, a man at the peak of his profession. I, I still don't know how we got him to come on with me. but And in some ways, you could say kind of redefined the position of TV critic. And he agreed with me that, yes, Ozark is a completely overrated TV show. So, what, I mean, that is living my best life in quarantine, my friends. But lots of stuff to do on this Monday edition 
Of course, the number you know, 1-800-919-ESPN, 1-800-919-3776. Now, I, I, I touted my own achievements there for just a split second. I, what, what are we, four minutes into the show? Now, when I throw out the number after throwing out my own achievements, that will lead to haters. You think that they like me because they call the show and they listen to the show, but they actually like to just drag me down into the mud. So by throwing out the number, that will be the Lewis and Whippanese, that will be the Omars in Brooklyn. They will just now try to call in and um, you know try to denigrate my accomplishments. So we might, I, I don't know if we'll get to them or not. But you can follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. The push for 10,000 begins now. And uh, hopefully we get to a 10,000 sometime before uh, the end of the world, which might be quickly approaching, but who knows. Follow me on Twitter and on Instagram, at Gordon Damer Daily. Poll question will be up momentarily. We got to kind of walk through the poll question today because we came up with something a little bit different. And today's one of those days that only having the four options almost makes it impossible. And the criticism, I'm sure, will be uh, overwhelming, at least for our little show. But uh, we'll have moment of inspiration 5.30-ish, 5.30-ish. So I get done with the show Saturday, try to take advantage of some outdoor time. Weather was weird this weekend, right? But I'm coming off this amazing week just trying to bask in the, uh, in the, in the sunshine and enjoy the weekend. And then you get the news. Araldis Chapman tests positive for COVID. Third Yankee to do so. Aaron Boone uh, would not say whether Chapman had been at the stadium since throwing his bullpen session on Tuesday, but he was there Tuesday, right? Uh, he said the team has gone through contra- uh, contact tracing protocols and that no other players or personnel would be forced to isolate because of uh, Chapman's positive test. But here is uh, Jeff Passan from SportsCenter talking about the concerns, obviously, of another player testing positive. There's always concern when somebody tests positive for COVID-19, Kevin, but Aroldis Chapman told our Marley Rivera today that he's only had mild symptoms to this point, and so there's a chance that he's going to be back potentially before the season begins. But even if he isn't, one of the great strengths of this 2020 New York Yankees team is its bullpen. A guy like Zach Britton, who has been a frontline closer before, can step right into that role. There's a lot of depth in that Yankees bullpen, but of course, when they do have Chapman, they are a better team. So anytime you lose somebody of that caliber for any period of time, it has a chance to make a difference. And that's one of the things going into this season, Kevin. Teams that stay healthy are going to be teams that win when you have this short of a season and this little margin for error. Yeah, and uh, you know, losing him for any length of time, and I, I don't, I'm not as confident that he will be ready uh, to go for opening day. Now, if he misses the first day or two, that's uh, not the, a major deal. But uh, the fact that he was around the team now before he came into the team, he did test negative, so he must have come in contact somewhere over those few days. And I, I got to be honest with you, after seeing that story over the weekend. And having some conversations with people, it just doesn't seem like Major League Baseball's plan is is all that great of a plan. It's just it seems like kind of like a hope of a wing and a prayer. Now you already know that the testing has been an issue and apparently continues to be an issue. Like it's one thing to have issues when you're getting ramped up, right? Like the first few days, you got to work the kinks out. It's a brand new thing. It's overwhelming for some. 
But it still kind of figures that it seems like they're still kind of figuring it out. There's a report in The Athletic that the Diamondbacks and some other teams have apparently been using labs other than that MLB lab for COVID testing. That doesn't seem all that good. That seems like Major League Baseball is kind of asleep at the switch once again. Now, as for Chapman, uh, he's only dealing with uh, a few symptoms, uh, so he won't be around the team for the foreseeable future. Hopefully for him, he is uh, feeling better soon. He's a you know a young guy. He's a strong guy. So hopefully this is not going to be something that lingers for his long-term health, uh, and, and hopefully he's able to get healthy and, side note, maybe get back to playing baseball at some point soon. Uh, so all good things, you know, hope for it there. Then you got the news about Aaron Judge dealing with a new injury. He did not take part in the uh, workouts on Saturday or Sunday after coming down with some stiffness in his neck. Don't worry, it's a minor issue. Don't worry has nothing to do with the stress fracture in his rib cage that may, may forced him to miss uh, all of spring training way back when. No worries, Aaron Boone is said to be optimistic. No worries, this is just being done as a precaution. No worries, no big deal. And no worry, as long as he doesn't have any further setbacks, should be ready for opening day. Well, good, the good news here is that unlike the COVID situation, uh, we've been down this road before, multiple times, and it feels like we're wa- working off a script. Remember in Wolf of Wall Street where... Um, Jordan Belfort gives his guys the, the script to, to work off of. There's no way you can fi- – it, it feels like the Yankees are just working off a, a script, especially when it comes to uh, Aaron Judge. Injury, it's no big deal. Just a precaution. He's going to be fine. We sent him for tests. The test showed it's no big deal. Guys, it's just going to be another day or two. And then it, it keeps lingering. Well, you know, we're playing it safe. We don't want to push him too hard. Aaron Boone is optimistic. Aaron Boone's always optimistic. And then it's not a big deal until it becomes a big deal. So it just feels like Aaron Judge just can't stay healthy. It feels like it's constantly something. So this idea that it's not a big deal, allow me to tell you, I know that they have far more medical information about it than I do. But when you've told, it's almost like when your kids tell you, oh, don't worry about it, I got it. But you know in, your, in the past that they don't have it, that they haven't done the work or whatever it is. I'm still stuck in uh, parent-teacher mode, <laughs> homeschooling, distance learning. Oh, God, if there's a term from 2020 that I want to just blow up, distance learning. Oh, my Lord. Um, I digress. But it just feels like we've been down this road time and time and time again when it comes to the Yankees. And time and time and time again about Aaron Judge. So until Aaron Judge, I'm sorry, I'm not going to trust the Yankees and their judgment and what they say is the case until Aaron Judge is back on the field and is able to operate for more than a couple of days without having something go wrong. I mean, here's a 28-year-old guy. He's missed, what, I think like 100 games the last two seasons? And here's another thing that pops up with a stiff neck. And as soon as you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm sure that won't be a big deal, right? And they always present it like, no, it's, it's nothing. Yeah, right, it's nothing until it's something. And then it's not just something, it's everything. 
1-800-919-ESPN is the phone number, 1-800-919-3776. Then you have the Washington Redskins, or the team, I guess, formerly now known as the Skins. They will officially announce today they will be changing their nickname. No new name will be revealed just yet, but they are going to be changing their name. To The fact that I saw that story, and then I clicked on it, and then I saw, well, they're just going to be announcing that they're changing. Well, duh. I mean, we, <laughs> we knew you were going to change the name. I mean, it didn't take a rocket scientist to know that when you announce, yeah, we're going to have this internal review, it would even for Dan Snyder, it would have been really something for Dan Snyder to go through this and then come back and say, you know what? We found the name is good. We're fine. We're, we're good to go. So I'm really looking forward to whenever they do announce what the name change is, mainly so scores of people I don't know and will never meet can constantly argue about it over the internet. Oh my God, that's going to be fun. That will be fun. Uh, I would have thought uh, throughout this process, I thought that Red Tails was going to be the name, uh, and it would to me that one that makes the most sense because it's not as boring as some of the ones that have been floated, and more importantly, it allows you minimal change, right? Like you know, Dan Snyder doesn't want to really change the name of the team; he's just doing it because it's gonna. He's losing money; he'll lose out on money. That he wants to have. He wants to have that money in his pocket, and the companies, they're going to keep it in theirs. And he doesn't like that. So that Red Tails would allow you as minimal change. You could keep the color scheme. You could keep, instead of hail to the Redskins, it's hail to the Red Tails. The HTTR, uh, the hashtag that they, you know, keep the song, keep as much tradition as possible. So it, it seems like at least that uh, Warriors has actually been the one that uh, people that are close to the situation think might actually be, I, I don't know, it feels like that one's kind of boring. I mean, we already have war. We have the Golden State Warriors. So I, I don't really like a, a duplication of, of words. You, you could come up with any word that you want. And then I've seen that the Red Wolves is uh, another one, which, I mean, if you're going to go with something red, why wouldn't you just keep it Red Tails? Hail to the Red Wolves. I don't know. That one to me seems pretty lame. Are there actually Red Wolves? I think they, they, they are, there are. Sometimes they come up with these animal names. There's not even a, these sea dogs. There's no sea dogs. Get out of here with sea dogs. Uh, so, I and here's the thing. It always happens because of, of Twitter and everything else. That if you say something like Red Wolves is lame, people will go, oh, well, no, it's actually not lame. And let me explain why. If you got to explain why it's not lame, it's lame. It, 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 right away, you should be, when you first hear the name, you should say, ah, you know what, that's not bad, or that's cool, or, you know, whatever. Look, in this day and age, no, probably nothing is going to come about that you're going to be like, 100% of the people are all going to be on board. I get it. But I think Red Tails has much more uh, flavor to it than Warriors or or Red Wolves. But you know what? Given Dan Snyder's history, he's probably going to pick the most boring one of them. Uh, Dan, we have all this research that says that Red Tails would probably trend the best with everybody. Uh, well, I want to go with Red Wolves. I mean, given every other decision the guy's made, basically, while well, he's been running the team. Gordon Damer Show, home to, you know it, you love it, Michael K. Show Trivia Champion, Gordon Damer. And then uh, we have now passed the 5,000 barrier, 5,000 follower barrier on Twitter as well. It happened! And then over the weekend, my unbelievable performance on Stump Rothenberg over, uh, I think it was 
completion percent. I mean, that's I mean, that's amazing. Eighty percent. This guy, that guy, bing, bang, boom, all over the place. So we have a lot of stuff to do as we take you up till six o'clock. Our poll question, which uh, will be, we'll be working through momentarily. But you know what? Let's get a couple of calls in early because uh, sometimes uh, we, we, I don't get them in early, and by we, I mean I. And then uh, Brian uh, doesn't remind me. So it really, it really comes down to all my failures on the show come back to Brian. But let's uh, get some calls in right away, and we'll go out to uh, let's see here. Greg is at East Meadow. Greg, what's going on, my friend? Good morning, Michael K. Show trivia champion. I yes, there you go, Greg. Go ahead. Listen, I personally enjoyed your opening. It was very humble. I totally enjoy. Uh, you know, I love listening to you. You know, tout, tout yourself and your accomplishments because that's the kind of guy you are. Very humble. Very modest. Um, listen, I love the guy. I think he's a great ball player. But the Yankees are going to have to think long and very hard about signing Aaron Judge to any type of big contract. They really are. This guy is so fragile, which is, you know, it's kind of shocking in a way. But you know what? Stanton's the same way. They, these, these, these guys, there's just certain... Certain players are just extremely fragile, and I have one in my family. My my younger son, he's, you know, he's, he's he's 28 at this point, but you know, when he was into athletics, he was a superior athlete, and he was always injured. Always, it's it's just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, Judge, I, I, I'm I'm not sure what his con. I'm trying to pull up his contract status here. So he's not a free agent until 2023. And he would be 31 at that age. So um, I don't know if the Yankees want to do something to, to buy out some arbitration years. I think that the decision, if they wait until he becomes a free agent, the decision will kind of be made for them, right? Like you'll have two more years, including this year, right? So this year, 2021-2022, to kind of know whether or not this guy can – I mean, if he's not staying healthy at the ages of 27 and 28 and 29 – He's not going to be staying healthy at the ages of 31, 32, 33. So I think that that decision will kind of be made for them. Um, but you're right. Yeah, like if the Yankees are thinking about doing anything, and I wouldn't think that they were even before this, but certainly now with all the, the, the health concerns that they would. Um, but if they had any thoughts about you know buying out arbitration years, I think that they'd kind of have to put that on pause because you're right. I mean, the guy just uh, it does not seem like he can stay healthy, Greg. I mean, there's no other yeah. way to put it. And you know, as as for the Reds' health, the first thing that came to mind was not you know was not the first Yemen, um, but Red Tail Hawk came to mind. Like when you said Red Tails for the first time, yeah. I thought of Red Tail Hawks because there's a ton of them around where I live. So, yeah. Well, you know, uh, Greg, my son is, and thanks for the call, Greg. My son is. Uh, I don't know any other way to put this. He is fascinated by war. <laughs> he is fascinated. I mean, you can't get the kid to read a book about anything. Put something out there about World War II, he's into it. So, you know, that's what you work with. So uh, he had actually been wanting to watch the movie Red Tails, which is out, I think it's on HBO now, so we, we you know, we DVR'd it and he, he wanted to watch it. So that's why that that's the first thing that came to mind for me. And I think that that came to mind for a few people. Maybe, you know, maybe most people don't know that that connection of the Red Tails or whatnot, but uh, maybe they meant, you know, they thought the Hawk, but... Um, but that was what uh, connected with me right away. Uh, let's go out to Jim is in North Bergen. Jim, you're uh, next up. Good morning, Gordon. What do you think about uh, the Jim, name? Jim, uh, what is my, my proper title, Jim? Oh, um, uh, he just said it. Uh, Michael man, I, K. I, Show Trivia Champion. Gordon. We'll give You know what, Jim? I don't believe you called before, so I'll give you a pass on this one. 
All right, thank you for that. You're very welcome. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, what, what, what do you think about the name the Natives or Natives, uh, no. Washington Natives? No, no, Jim, no, I don't. I don't think that that's going – I think that if you're changing the name – and look, red, it, it, there's a difference between – to me, uh, and I'm not Native American, but to me, there's a difference between what their team name had been and Braves and um, uh, Braves and Indians and Chiefs. Uh, I, I think that there's a difference there. Although Indians is kind of is kind of sketchy too, so I don't, it seems like that they might be uh, at least weighing whether or not. I, I think that if you're moving Why? away, they, they're Indians, right? Well, they're not. They're Native American, right? I mean, we're, we've already, well, they're they're misidentified as Indians because Columbus thought he was an Indian, right? I mean, at least okay, that's the story okay. I was given when I was in school. Who knows if whether or not that's I don't know. I'm not going down that road. <laughs> I'm just gonna get myself in trouble, but. What their team name was, if you're moving off of that, I think that you just make a clean break, right? Like, I don't think – like, there's parts of things that you can keep in tradition. I think the color scheme, the hail to the red, whatever you're going to be next, uh, those type of things you can keep little and not, not, not change that much. Uh, but in terms of the logo, in terms of, you know, tying it into a, a type of person, I think that that's better off. If you're going to change it, right, like – Change it. Yes. Yeah, so All something. Right. Uh, so then, I mean, they they can com- they can do something completely. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. unrelated. Yes, completely. absolutely. I think that that's the best thing. I, I, I look. I think that that's the best way to go. And Jim, thanks for the call. Uh, I think that's the like. Why would you go down that road again? Now, I don't. I know other people have associated warriors with Native Americans. I think that there's a way that you can use the warrior name. As long as you're not, you know, using a mascot or, or something along those lines where it's, it's um, you know, the, the Golden State Warrior. I don't think anybody's brought up in terms of – and I really like the uh, Golden State Warriors, you know, the, the city and stuff. Now, maybe that doesn't tie into Warriors, but uh, look, uh, who, who am I, right? Who am I? All right, let's get to the poll question. one 800 espn one 800 We'll continue to take your phone calls, I'm sure, after me uh, touting my accomplishments. All the, the haters of the show will, you know, Lewis and Whippany and, uh, and Omar in Brooklyn, countless others, they'll eventually call up here before too long. But uh, the poll question is, you know, Dan Snyder's going to announce that the, his football team is changing their name. So it got me thinking of all the really lame sports teams team nicknames, especially, look, you could go through colleges as well, but to me, let's focus it on the pro because there's just so many examples. Now, we only have four slots, and since there are four major sports, I figured I'd narrow it down that way. So let's kind of talk through this here. Um, I guess we'll start with the NFL. The N- and maybe it's because I almost feel like it's because of the the way my sports pyramid goes the less I like a sport, the more names I think are lame. So maybe that's why I came up. But the NFL, I don't really feel like there's that many lame team names in the NFL. There's two contenders. And I would say the first, do we have the uh, the music for the unveil like we had back in the rewatchable movie bracket, Brian? Do you still have that available? Oh, there we go. All right, so the contenders for the nominee for the poll question. For this Monday, uh, you'd have to say the Browns. The Browns. I, I know it's uh, former coach Paul Brown. The main color of the team is orange, so it really doesn't even make any sense. 
Their logo is a helmet? I mean, that is lame as lame can be. And then the other contender is more recent. Like, at least Browns is old and has some history. Most of it terrible. But Browns, there. The Houston Texans. I mean, how? I don't remember when they came up with that name. But man, talk about a nondescript, just flat, just boring. Oh, the Houston Texans. Ugh. So if I had to weigh it, now we can't have a, although, you know what? I I, I already screwed it up. I should have been doing this for a whole week. I could have had a whole week of poll questions. Oh, I'm stupid, dummy. All right. So, all right, already evidence that last week is over and this is a brand new week. I'm back to being a dum-dum. I would say, to me, Houston Texans. That's a worse nickname. So for the NFL nominee for lamest pro nickname, I'm going to say Houston Texans is lame. All right, let's move on to, um, I guess we'll go NBA. NBA has a bunch. And I, th- I really think that if you had to come up with the, uh, the, the Mount Rushmore of lame NBA team nicknames, you probably could have more than four. But the ones that jump to mind, Pelicans, that's awful. Raptors is not very good either, although I don't think it can compete against the other lame ones. The Wizards, I mean, talk about a snooze. The Magic, I mean, that's not great. And then the Jazz. So what is that, five? Pelicans is really, really bad. I don't like that. I don't like Wizards at all, but I think that... I know that there's other examples of this, including the L.A. Lakers. They should have changed the name when they moved from Minnesota to L.A. The Utah Jazz is just so out of level. I mean, Jazz is not a good name even when you were in New Orleans. The Jazz. The Utah Jazz. I mean, could two words go together less than Utah Jazz? It's like um, trying to combine uh, chocolate ice cream and an onion. It's, it's just a terrible a terrible combination. Two words, Utah Jazz. So the NBA contender for me will be uh, the Jazz. Then you move on to baseball, which I think is probably my second favorite, maybe my first favorite. So I don't feel like there's that many there, although there's more than the NFL, fewer than the NBA. I would say the ones that jump out immediately, Phillies, the Philadelphia Phillies. You couldn't come up with something better than the same word the second time? The Liberty Bells? I don't know. Something. It's Philadelphia. You got some history there. You should be able to find something. The Phillies. The Philadelphia Phillies. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I mean, again, who? I I don't think anybody actually calls them that, but still, they call themselves that, which is terrible. But I think when you're talking about bad names especially in Major League Baseball, there's one that jumps out right away. The Oakland Athletics. The Oakland Athletics. I mean, think about I know it's been around a while, so you kind of don't really, it just kind of gets in there and you think about, eh, whatever. The Athletics. They got a mascot of an elephant. I don't know what the hell they're doing. Oakland Athletics will be the contender for Major League Baseball. And then finally, the NHL. Boy, the NHL. I don't really focus on it that much. Because I'm not an NHL fan, and you must preface, if you're not an NHL fan, you must preface every conversation you have on the air by saying you're not an NHL fan. 
There's a bunch of them there, boy. You, you could really run through. I, I think you could probably have more than four or five. But the ones that immediately come to mind, talk about a league that is just filled with nondescript, boring names. The Predators. Okay, name a Predator. Don't just call them the Predators. Why don't you just call them the Animals? <laughs> Here come the Nashville Animals. The Animals actually has a... I like, kind of like that. The Animals. The Nashville Animals. The Predators. Mmm, snooze. That feels like something that was just come up in a boardroom. The Thrashers. What the hell is a Thrasher? That's not even a thing. At least the Predators is an actual... There are actually Predators. Hey, look out. Over there, there's some Thrashers. Whoa, I don't even know what that is. But I think that if you had to pick one and, and, and talk about just non... It really, to me, it comes down to between Thrashers, which is awful, and the Minnesota Wild. I mean, could you have... Oh, my gosh. The Minnesota Wild, right? Minnesota has all this nature at its disposal. All these animals. They could have picked any one of them. And they decided to just go, no, we're going to go with why... I mean... That is terrible. So I'm going to take, if I have to pick one of the four, I'm going to go Minnesota Wild. So your four contenders for Gordon Damer show, lamest pro sports team name. They are in no particular order. And you can vote now on Twitter at Gordon Damer. The Utah Jazz. The Houston Texans. The Minnesota Wild and the Oakland Athletics. I mean, that is four super lame team nicknames. So please vote. It's up on Twitter, at Gordon Dammer. Coming up, I will give you my answer. We'll have our moment of inspiration for a July 13th. July 13th. A lot of good options for July 13th. You might not think it, but we'll explain coming up. Three-two pitch. Fly ball into right. Back at the wall. This ball is gone for a home run. And this game is tied. Yes. Happy birthday to DJ Mayhew. Big homer. I don't know how anybody. I, I get that because maybe because his father called games. So people feel like it was just simply nepotism. Joe Buck. I mean, that's a fantastic call. Fantastic call. I don't understand people who hate Joe Buck. I would always, and Joe Buck almost comes from the Pat Summerall school of like less is more when he's making a call. So to me, I love Joe Buck and uh, happy birthday to DJ, DJ LeMayhew. More importantly, what we're talking about, uh, that's the real moment of inspiration. Hopefully, DJ LeMayhew is uh, starting to feel better. Obviously, it tested positive for uh, COVID-19. And hopefully he is back and feeling better before too long. But your moment of inspiration for this July 13th, which today, anniversary of Live Aid. So what do you think the over-under is for times you will see Freddie Mercury today? Because if you bring up Live Aid, that's the only high. You wouldn't think that anybody else played at Live Aid. They own that, uh, they own that uh, performance at uh, Live Aid. And unfortunately, that movie from what, was two years ago was so bad whole story is, is basically uh, made up 
including the queen was over the hill. They had oh, they hadn't played together in so long. Remember that whole part of the movie where they're like, oh, we got to play together to see if we still have it. They just came off a world tour like weeks before Live Aid. They still had it, as it turned out. And today's also Harrison Ford's birthday. We could have won a, a slew of different ways there. But no, we went with DJ LeMayhew and his huge home run last year. And he didn't need to have uh, anybody bang it on a, a garbage can. He, he, he took care of it himself. But it is the Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York, Gordon Damer Show. Home, of course, to Michael K. Show Trivia Champion. And on Twitter, where I now have over 5,000 followers. It happened! It happened! Yeah, the over-under with Freddie Mercury is going to be even higher with, uh, with our show because of the, the, the whole Michael K. Show Trivia Championship. Not a second. All right, there we go. Uh, but our poll question, which is up for today, and it is about uh, Dan Snyder's going to announce today that his football team will be changed. Wouldn't it be? I mean, it wouldn't be awesome, but I'm just, uh, it would be a sight to behold if all of a sudden Dan Snyder got up there and was like, nah, you know what? I've changed my mind. I'm not changing. Oh, my God. The, the, the reaction. The, I, uh, I can't even imagine. It would be unlike anything we've ever seen before. Unlike anything we've ever seen before. But Dan Snyder is going to announce today's football team, rightfully so, changing the team to the name. So which do you think, the, which of the following is the lamest pro sports team nickname? All right, let's try to work through this, and we'll get more of your phone calls in. 1-800-919-ESPN. The four we went, I picked one from each sport in case you're just joining us. It's not that these are the four lamest, although each of them is lame in their own way. The Utah Jazz, which... That was the first one that came to mind, right? Because it just doesn't make any. Utah is not home to jazz. It, it just, has there has there ever been jazz in Utah? So that one came to mind right away. The Houston Texans, which is just so nondescript and bland. I mean, and 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 in, in a sport, it really jumps out in football because there's so many good names in football. I mean, maybe it's because it's been around for so long, but you know, I mean, the Oakland Raiders, the the even recent ones, like the Titans, the Tennessee Titans, that's a good name, or the Houston Oilers back in the day, or the Baltimore Ravens, that's a good one. Even ones that you don't eat, it's just that they've been around, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Green Bay Packers, even teams that aren't good, the Lions, the Detroit Lions. I know there's no Lions in Detroit, but at least it, I'm sure that there are, there are, there's more Lions walking the streets of Detroit than there is jazz in the streets of Utah. Let's put it that way. The Minnesota Vikings. The Rams, no matter what, where they're playing, you know, there's, there's just good names. So the Houston Texans jumps out as just being just unbelievably lame. Houston, I mean, you could have cut. It's got, it's got NASA there. You know, come on, come up with something. Houston Rockets, that's way better. So Houston Texans is number two. Minnesota Wild, that is the one that we picked out of all the, the really, I mean, and the NHL. Oh my goodness, the the the, the, the list. I don't know NHL team names off the top of my head, but let me pull them up quickly. I mean, I was looking through them. I'm like, which one do I go with here? I mean, there's a bunch of bad ones. So, um, I can't pull it up. Oh, here we go. Let's see. I mean, they got some good. The Bruins is good. Canadians is good. Red Wings is good. I don't know if they have any Senators. In, I don't know what goes on in Ottawa, but the Senators is good. Capitals, Washington Capitals, right. That's The, the Flyers is good. 
But it just felt like they had a, a bunch of really late blue jackets. I didn't even include the blue jackets. I could have included the blue blue jackets. I mean, what the? I mean, come on. Uh, but I went with the Minnesota Wild. And then finally, the Oakland Athletics. <laughs> it's, it's just a terrible. I mean, could you have come up with a war? I mean, the Oakland. Why don't you just call them the Oakland players? I mean, it, it would be just as bad. The Oakland Athletics. And for a sport like baseball, which is so stodgy. It just sounds like a here come the Oakland Athletics. Ugh, terrible. So if I had to narrow it down to one, narrow it down to one. Well, look, Houston Texans is terrible and it's boring, but I think I'll cross that one off the list right away. I don't think it measures up to the other three. Utah Jazz, it's really tough to overcome that one, and I'm sure Utah Jazz probably will win. I really hate both the – I mean, to me, the big – at least the Utah Jazz – the Jazz were coming from New Orleans where there is actually Jazz. Now, I, I don't even think in New Orleans, although Jazz in New Orleans is better than Pelican. They should have sued to get the Jazz name back rather than going with Pelicans. I think if I had a pick, whew, that's tough. I think I'd probably go Oakland Athletics. I think that's the I think that's the lamest. And that's the question, the lamest. Oakland Athletics. I mean, that is just why don't you just call them the jock straps? I mean, I, could there be anything worse than the athletics? Oh, that's that's really, really bad. All right, one 800 919 espn one 800 919 3776 uh, and uh, Lewis and Whippany uh, wanted to uh, chime in. He said, you know, you're talking about lame mascots. What's the uh, Yankees? What exactly is the mascot of the New York Yankees? Uh, that would be World Series rings. That's what the Yankees mascot is. So. No, 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 no. If I remember correctly, the Yankees actually had a mascot at some point. Well, whatever happened to that? They, they, they had a guy for like a week. And I don't even know if it was an official mascot. It was just some guy who was walking around in a mascot uniform. <laughs> the Mets had a mascot, too, at one time. That was well. a jackass, as has been pointed out by Don LaGreca <laughs> time and time again. Just get something that just gets whipped for a living. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you crack me up, man. Hey, listen, uh, we gotta we gotta give Brian props. Um, okay. Why is that? He he. Um, I, I'm you know um, pretty sure you didn't know you didn't ask, you didn't um, you know uh, beforehand you didn't ask him if he had the music for the uh, reveal and right on cue. Oh yeah, no, no. Look, in terms of the, the the show, Brian is doing an amazing job. I I bust on his I bust his chops because uh, I can't accept any. I have watched other big sports personalities launch themselves into the stratosphere, and what they do is they don't accept any blame themselves. They put it on everybody else. So I'm just following the blueprint that has been handed down and has been okay. followed time and time again. So that's why it's Brian's fault. And, and also. Um... Oh, so you got to give people a notice before you make a, like, you give them a visual of, like, what did you say, ice cream with onions or something like that? Yeah, chocolate uh, ice cream with onions. Utah Jazz uh, goes together like chocolate ice cream with onion. Yeah, no, you almost made me vomit with that one. You got to yeah. give people a notice, man. <laughs> all right, Lewis. <laughs> well, look, Lewis is all about giving everyone uh, credit and this one credit and that one credit. Never gives me any credit. Never says, you know, what an amazing job, fantastic job with the, uh, the the selections. And, is, and Lewis, look, what – I point out, now I, just to be clear, I didn't cut him off. No, he left. He left. As soon as I mention about getting some credit, what does he do? He bails, pulls the ripcord. What a phony.
All right, Casey is in St. Louis. KC, I, I, that's a KC. What's going on, my man? Yeah, it's JC. Oh, JC, um, that makes more sense. All, all right. First of all, Michael K. Show, Gordon Show, uh, Michael K. Show champion. Trivia champion. Gordon Damon. Okay. Yes. Yeah, there you go, JC. <laughs> go ahead, man. Okay, so let me just be quick because I have a few points of education. Now, you did say that you are not a huge NHL fan, so I will cut you some slack. Okay. But the reason why we were the Thrashers is because the Thrashers are the state bird of Georgia. Oh, okay. That's an actual so, bird is the Thrasher? Yes, yes. The state bird of Georgia is a brown I mean, bird. Any, I mean, couldn't you go another way? I mean, I don't know. Does, does anybody you well, – I mean, JC, do you I, I think understand. that anyone knows that the, there's an actual bird named the Thrasher? No, you have to dig deep for it, but, it, yeah. you know, it, it goes into Isn't the there brown state animal? or the Texans or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so that's why that's why we went. That's why they went with that. And you know, I'm not a hockey fan anymore because that was eight years ago. And Gary Beckman ripped him from us. But I will I will digress. Okay. Right. Now, you, um, other other lame names. Other other lame names. You mentioned the Blues. You mentioned the Blue Jackets. Both of those. Oh, no, I don't hockey. think the blue, the Blues. I, I don't think the Blues yeah. is bad. St. Louis Blues. You know, that's yeah, not, that's not well, terrible. I guess I guess maybe maybe it's musical and maybe I'm yeah. just missing it, but I've just never felt St. Louis Blues. And in in, in um, baseball, you have the Rays by itself. Yeah, it was better as the Devil Rays. Rays. I agree with you. And now the most Daniel Snyder thing he could do is keep the Reds, but go to Red Woods like the tree. Well, who JC? Who knows? Uh, I I think that uh, the fact that Dan Snyder is probably going to decide it on his own. I don't get the feeling that it's going to be decided by a fan poll or or anything. You never know how bad it could go, right? Because uh, the history of uh, Dan Snyder is uh, not the best in terms of running the team, and uh, I'm sure that there are people within the organization, right? Like uh, Ron Rivera has been at least reportedly having a hand in this. So who knows how that uh, ends up going and whether or not what Ron Rivera actually tells Dan Snyder will be followed by Dan Snyder. Uh, The Gordon Dammer Show home. uh, It's amazing to me how many people can't get this right. Gordon Dammer Show, home of Michael K. Show, trivia champion. It's it's just Michael K. Show and then just trivia champion. Not heavyweight champion. I've actually lost some weight during quarantine. I'm actually proud of that. But no, trivia champion. Where uh, on Twitter today, our poll question, which is uh, up for today, on Twitter, where I've uh, surpassed uh, 5,000 followers. It happened. Yeah. It happened. Is uh, which do you think now with the Dan Snyder going to announce today that his team is going to be changing the uh, team name? Which of the following do you think now is the lamest pro sports team name? We gave you four options. Utah Jazz, Houston Texans, Minnesota Wild. And Oakland, Oakland Athletics, I think probably the Jazz will end up winning. I'm sure that they probably will. But to me, as bad as the Jazz is, at least it it has a little it has a little something different, right? It's not just the same old thing. And and college teams, the amount of college basketball programs that are named Wildcats. I mean, somebody's got they got to cut down on these Wilds. They're, they're everywhere. You would think, if you knew nothing about the, the United States of America outside of college basketball, which would be weird, I grant you, but if you knew nothing else about it, you would think that we had wildcats just running across every state. 
But I think if I had a vote, I'd probably go Oakland Athletics. That, to me, is, uh, is the worst one. Now, in terms of the top stories of the day, you got the news over the weekend about Araldis Chapman testing positive for COVID-19. So he's not going to be around the Yankees anytime soon. Hopefully he is able to get uh, through that uh, quickly and, uh, and not just get back quickly, uh, more importantly, get healthy. That's the most important thing. And he's a young guy, he's in great shape, so you'd think that uh, it won't be uh, too long before he is able to, although he is experiencing some symptoms, hopefully before too long. Uh, the Yankees say they've done some uh, contact testing and made sure that nobody else, he has not come in contact with anybody else. Let's hope that that actually turns out to be the case and that no other players in baseball, never mind just the Yankees, but just in baseball, like this is the week. Last week, I think it was kind of understandable with guys showing up and, and, and getting things up to speed and working out the kinks of the whole program. I think it was understandable to see a person or two come down with it or players to come down with it. This is the week where if you really want to see whether or not this is feasible for Major League Baseball to do, I think this week you have to get some good news and some positive traction going in the right direction. Because if this is going to be like this week after week after week, I don't, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in baseball to begin with, never mind if, if we keep getting negative stories day after day after day. Now, speaking of negative stories day after day after day, the other story from the weekend that I think that was a big deal was that uh, Aaron Judge did not take part in workouts Saturday, Sunday because of a stiff neck. Here is uh, Aaron Boone talking about that. I don't think it's that big a deal. It just locked up on him and when he woke up, just slept on it a little, little weird. So he got he got worked on today, um, and just you know obviously didn't want to force anything today. So uh, hopeful he can be in there tomorrow. But you know we'll just see. As as long as that stiffness gets out of there, we gotta wait and see. I don't I don't expect it to be a long term thing. Yeah, it's always it's not going to be a big deal. It's just a precaution. He's going to be fine. We sent him for tests. Test showed no big deal. It's, it's going to be another day or two. We're just playing it safe. I'm optimistic. And then it always is a big deal. And, and I'm hoping it's not going to be. Hopefully by Wednesday I'll have even forgotten that Judge had a stiff neck. And he gets back in there today. But it just feels like with this guy. It's always something. And then the poll question today, which is up on Twitter, uh, the Washington, formerly known as the Skins, will change their name and they're going to announce that they're changing the name, but no name today is going to be revealed. But um, that ties into the poll question, lamest pro sports team nickname. All right, squeeze in a couple more calls here before we get out of here at uh, the top of the hour. Spike is in Jersey. Spike, what's going on, my friend? Good morning. Congratulations on a brilliant Marconi Award-winning Stump Rothenberg. And I think oh, that- my God. You listen to Stump Rothenberg all the time. Have you ever seen Dave nail things like I was nailing him on Saturday? He did 11 out of 12 once. You didn't have that opportunity. Right, once? Yeah, that right, last he does it every was- week. Yeah, I know. Terrific week. I think Daniel Snyder should name the team the Washington Damers based upon that performance. I, I, look, it can't be any any worse than anything Dan Snyder will come with uh, come up with on his own. Well, that was a brilliant performance under pressure, and I think you even fooled yourself. I heard that in your voice. Am I right? I did. I, I, I thought it was going to be a bloodbath, Spike. I really did. I'm not great at trivia. I got to take a long time, like working through things, and I specifically didn't want to say anything off the bat because then people will say, "Well, you were going to say this, and then you did say that." So. Uh, I think I was very impressed even by myself. Yeah, I'll leave you with this great performance. He, up against Dave. Dave's got one of the great trivia minds ever. So, yes. you, you know, you, you, you held his seat warm. Have a great day. 
All right, Spike, thank you for the call. Thank you for the compliment. See, you, you compliment the host, you get more time. I let you run out the show. We're done for today. Vote on the poll question. We're back tomorrow at 5. Gordon Damer, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN.